Hello, BrainTap Nation. Welcome back to another episode of the BrainTap Business Journal. Today, we have a very special guest, someone that I've known about for a couple of years now through, through a mutual friend. And he actually is living the life that we all dream about, but he decided to kick it to the can, kick the can and go, hey, I'm going to go play my own game. He started a movement called the Freedompreneur Movement. And what I'm talking about is Brian Swan. So Brian, tell us a little bit about this journey, because when I heard about it, I'm going, wow. You know, I think everybody in the back of their mind, if they have a little wild streak, like I think I'm a nomad by by trade and by nature. And I, th I think I would love to do that, but there's a little bit of fear there. So tell us a little bit about what happened to you. Now, and I appreciate it. Thank you very much for uh, having me on your show. And I've been a brain tap, just to let you know, I've been a brain tap uh, client uh, using the product for the past two years and it's done a world of difference. So thank you very much for having me on and being able to share a little bit of the story. You know, they were, Patrick, where it really started out was I'm 46 years old. Uh, at the age of 11, uh, I found out not only that my, my father was gay, uh, but also he was diagnosed with AIDS. So if you think back about 35 years ago, you know, that was during, you know, when people are dying like Liberace and uh, Queen and, and Magic Johnson. And I lived in a little small town of 2000 people in the middle of Illinois, a few hours west of Chicago. And not only, you know, my, my brother and sister were ridiculed and, uh, I turned this into a, a positive experience saying, I'm going to be the best athlete. I'm going to be the best student. And at the time, my father, he didn't say this to me, but it were, there was a, just a switch where nothing else mattered. He knew he only had a certain amount of time to live. He didn't know if it was going to be a six months to live, a year, two years to live. Uh, but he just like said, I want to go see the world. So we started taking my brother, my sister and I traveling all around the world through Europe, Australia, Egypt, uh, you name it. And he just wanted to see as many. He was living the bucket list movie before the bucket list movie came out. And so that's from the age of 11 to 16. I realized that you're never guaranteed another day in your life. And it was that at such a young age, I was like, huh? There's a bigger world out here outside of just the USA in my small town. Uh, I went to the University of Illinois. I studied robotic, I was doing uh, robotics engineering. But my second year in school, I was like, you know, I was going to the parties, I was in the fraternities, the football games, the whole social scene. But I'm like, there's got to be something more out there. And my second year in school, I was, I went, you know, I want to go study abroad. I want to, you know, I, and I, at the time, I only thought that there was only two other countries that spoke English, uh, England and Australia. And I'm like, you know what? England's rainy. Let me go to Australia. And it was at that moment at 20 years old, when I went over for a year over to Australia, um, I, I went down to the beach. I saw a hot chick in a bikini and a guy catch a head high barrel surfing. And I made a decision right then and there that this will be my life. I don't know how I'm going to surf. I'm not sure how I'm going to do it, but I'm like, there's something that is different and I want to be a part of it. And for me, that's what that really like, wow, that just set to where what I want to do in life and where I envision to be because it, it can't just be all about work. Uh, the whole life I was envisioning after college that there's not, not going to be a life. We're going to get, you know, get married, have kids and life is going to be whatever. But I, I met my wife surfing, 
23 years ago in San Diego, like actually surfing in the water. Um, she was working for big pharmaceutical and, and she, she quit after that, after a while, uh, you know, because <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't serving her or uh, humanity on um, what she was doing. And, and for me, you know, I was a robotics engineering, living a good life. And in the 07, 08 crisis, uh, we lost everything financially. And it was at that moment to where my wife, she looked at me and she said, what do we do? And we were already, you know, doing some affiliate marketing, making money online. We were figuring out this thing of how can you use the internet? And when we lost everything from millionaire status, having, you know, seven different properties, golf course development to having nothing, you're left at a point in your life. You're like, well, who am I and what do we do? And my wife, she looked at me and she said, I vowed never to put my child in daycare. And our daughter was two weeks old when we, when we realized that we're, we're, we're losing everything. And I looked at her and I went, you know what? We're never guaranteed another day in your life. Uh, and this stems back from my father passing away. Now it's 30 years this May 16th that it's been, but it's left such a strong impact. And when we said, let's go do what we really love, this internet thing is not going anywhere. And it's only going to become stronger. Let's go live our perfect day now. And back on June 5th, 2008, we popped a bottle of wine that we've been saving for a couple of years. And we said, we're going to go on a two-year trip around the world. People were saying, how can you do this for your daughter? You're so selfish. She's going to have no friends. She's going to be broken. All the things in the world. And I went, we just looked at each other. We're like, well, if that's the case, you know, so be it. But we can always make change, you know, you know, change correct along the way. So that's really what spawned us to where we started traveling when my daughter was one year old. Now she's 14. We've been traveling for the past 13 years. We're now here in Bali, Indonesia. It's 530 in the morning right here. My time, it's 530 your night. So I'm on the opposite side of the world. So this is what the future looks like full moon in the background too. That's awesome. Yeah, a lot of people, especially what just happened to us here and you know around the world, they're shutting down the economies. Those people that moved to an online presence, um, we were we had our greatest year ever uh, because uh, I think the stress, people finally realize they're under stress. But uh, I mean, a lot of people would have folded up tents and said, okay, I'm gonna go back to work. I got that degree in robotics. And by the way, my I went to Ferris State College and I worked uh, was yeah. learning electronics to fix the solenoids in that for, uh, I'm a little older than you, but the, uh, the robots weren't quite robots. When I got there, I'm going, these aren't the robots I wanted to work on. I wanted the ones like you see on Star Wars or something, you know, these were just solenoids in the, assembly line so i went back to school and, and got the psychology degree but i mean that was a big up and coming field i mean you've got the credentials you could go back into the workforce and work for somebody else but you decided hey i'm going to be this freedompreneur so tell me a little bit about the mind of a freedompreneur when you get up in the morning what's your day like well so here's how my day started i'm pretty much up about like 4 30 in the morning pretty much every day. I start out with meditation. Actually, I do brain tap. Uh, I do breathing exercises actually during your session. So when you're saying breathe in, you know, give a big breathe out, not only do I do that, but I'm doing some heavy breathing exercises while listening to the binaural beats. And I start out my day that way. And then I have, I'm a surfer. So 
I've been surfing since I went, my story that I told you ever since that day when I was 20 years old, uh, I said, I'm going to be living a surfing lifestyle. Uh, 26 years later, now I'm surfing some of the biggest waves in the world. And it's, it's part of my DNA of after the sun comes up, I go check the surf. If the surfing is good, uh, fantastic. I go surf or I do exercise yoga, but I have this method. I, I call it the the S when I give, when I give talks, speaks on stage, it's a, uh, I give this exercise and it's really helpful. So this will probably help all of all the people listening here. It's a, uh, it's called S U R F. So if you spell it out, S U R F, write it down. The S starts off, start your day with success. The U is uncover, discover, and declare. The R is revenue generating activities and the F is family and fun. So if we're, how I start off my day, is you know the meditation the breathing exercises my exercise surfing uh now i go to a a cold plunge pools uh sauna after that but the s is like you have to take care of yourself first so i turn off all my notifications people know that they cannot get a hold of me until at least 9 a.m because it's my time i have to be selfish because if you don't take care of yourself first and foremost how the heck are you supposed to take care of your your partner your kids your clients, your your team members. So you have to be selfish and take care of yourself first, just like that oxygen mask, put it on first before you can take care of anyone else. When I'm exercising and, and uh, you know I go out for a walk while I'm going back and forth from the surf, I'm listening to podcasts, listening to good stuff, you know, in, in a podcast just like this, filling my mind with good information because not only you know, you have to have your body right, but you have to have your mind right. That's, I mean, that's just, and if your body's not working, your brain's not going to be thinking. So I'd like to put in a good podcast, good information that I can actually utilize for the day. So when I say uncover, the uncover is listening to the podcast. And then the, I have it on, on the uncover, I said, discover and declare. So the discover is like, huh, what is that one thing that I can learn from the podcast that I can actually implement in my business today because we can just listen to podcasts do all the personal development and listening to audios till you're blue in the head but if you actually don't take the action on it you are not going to retain any anything of it and it's just like you're just constantly consuming so i love to to listen and then apply and so a lot of the times i'll even do my own uh, live my podcast on information i heard and apply it right away so i can teach others so that's my uncover. So that's always in the morning. And before noon, after that, I kind of sh- I shift from like the nine to noon and I make sure that I'm doing revenue generating activities. So the big thing with many people, like, how are you doing? I'm busy. Well, is busy bringing you revenue? Because if you don't have revenue coming into your business, you're going to be dead in the water. So instead of doing things to where I, I have to, I also, I realized what my zone, my uh, zone of genius is. And we went in, we went from eight employees uh, pre-COVID to 52 employees. So uh, we've grown uh, tremendously in, in coronavirus. And it, the main thing was, was how can we build our systems and have the revenue come, come through and also utilize all our team members to have their zone of genius. So me, I'm a, I'm a nerd, so I'm a robotics engineer. I know how to do the automation of backend systems, but I realize my core genius 
is actually being able to teach our 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 guy our our employees to be able to do this while i connect and bring in revenue and by making connections add copies so that's my so i realize i focus and i don't let anything else get in the way between nine to noon nine to noon you got to ask your question is this bringing in revenue or are you just being busy because think about how many times out of the day you get at the end of the day and you're like wow I was busy as heck, but I did I really accomplish anything? And I do three things. I put three things that this day will be successful if I knock off these three things. Not a list of 30, because you're never gonna get through the list of 30, but those three things. So before noon, it's revenue generating activities. And that's, uh, you know, uh, collecting leads, uh, it's 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 nurturing them and then being able to have sales calls and putting people the systems but it's got to be revenue and then after that the f uh for family and friends that's uh family and fun that's at night where i spend with my wife my daughter and uh you know we have a good time that's great well i know that uh over three years ago you were actually featured in entrepreneur magazine talking about your health so yeah what's evolved from then i mean you're in forbes magazine you're you're not just somebody who disappeared to an island it seems like now you're more known than ever even though you're living in bali so uh tell us a little bit about with your health routines and just keeping because yeah. you're not really a lot of people would look to say wow that's not really a freedompreneur you've got unstoppable uh, beard, uh, beard yeah, that you have there you have the unstoppable yeah. branding agency so you figured out how to get your genius there and you have other people doing the other work so maybe you can tell yeah. us a little bit about what happened how do you keep your health in check while you're building these 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 great organizations that are helping other people find their dreams you know you know for the health so in entrepreneur that was like three four five years ago uh was featured about early morning health routines and it was exactly that to set up your day for success and <clears throat> i've realized <clears throat> that my routine actually hasn't changed since that magazine uh, at all. It's it's essentially, I have to get my body working. When I get my blood pumping, then the blood pumping is getting to work with your brain and I can be able to operate. So really nothing has, has changed. The big thing that changed for us <clears throat> since then was when COVID, our business model was wrapped around live events. <clears throat> and the way that we actually were able to get very strategic was that we were forced not to leave where we are, <laughs> that we couldn't travel. So probably about 60% of our revenue at the time was from live events and having um, programs based off around live events. So we had two live events that we hosted here in Bali, Indonesia. We'd have one in the USA. Uh, we were speaking all around the world. And, and that's just, that's, that's how we thought only business could be done. But when you are, when you when when they're like no more traveling and all your events are canceled at first you go oh my god what 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 do we do and then you're like all right well let's just change and adapt and let's get our systems in place and we and we just started changing of like all this time that we spent traveling and and meetings and doing like we had so much more time to actually create and do the systems and actually bring on the people. This was a this is a big mind shift for us. Was that Rhonda and I, my wife, she's the unstoppable mama, and she's the the co-founder with Unstoppable Branding Agency. She's she is a 
freaking machine. She can work probably like 18 hours a day. She, she just loves it. I'm a little different, but the thing was, all these things that we put off, <clears throat> we're like, this is the best time to where we can get the right people in place, start using their zones of genius and start continuing doing what we're doing. Cause now I'm, I'm actually uh, doing more surf trips around, around here in Indonesia, really feeding my soul. And when I realized that when you're feeding your soul and doing the things that you love, the other types of business that you're doing, people want that energy and they're like, wow, he's living his life. I want a part of that. And that's that's helped out with our branding agency, being in PR, and we've changed the whole model because this is a big shift, huge shift. You said it's your biggest year ever. And the people that have made a shift, like our PR agency, we're getting people, you know, we're able to get, uh, you know, publications in Forbes, Inc., Entrepreneur Success, you know, we have a team that, that does that, but we're based all around the world versus like a Madison Avenue, you know, downtown New York, you know, having the high rise buildings going into this thing, the world is shifting. It's like, now you have to change with it. So coordinating with what I love, the surfing, my exercise, that's first and foremost, started out every single day. And then we're able to do what we really like. And it, to me, it's been a blessing. It's, uh, it's been, you know, closed businesses, it's been horrific what's happening. But the thing is there's, in the worst moments in life, the best things can happen. You can either live in that, oh my God, what happened? Or you're like, I'm taking this moment and I'm gonna make it the best year ever. And that's what people, the people that are making the shifts and realizing and doing the things that they known they've had to do, but it's never, it's been important, but it's never been urgent. And now we're actually able to not have to like go traveling and do everything to where like, okay, it's important. Let's make it urgent. And that's where you're putting the priorities in place to where you're like, all right, we got this and let's move on and let's adapt. Because as we know it, the world is not going to be in the way the business is, is a different world, no matter what vaccines or anything or with the government or who's in president it's a different world and we have to adapt. So that's what's been a big change. And, and now I'm actually having better exercise, doing exercise more, doing more what I love. And it's, to me, it's been a blessing. That's great. Well, I know that some of the listeners are going, wow, how do I find out my zone of genius? I know I'm asking that question. So I know I wrote a book called Awaken the Genius. It'd be interesting to hear how you, uh, how does somebody find that out? Do you have a course they can take or do you have a way they get a hold of you? How do they... Yeah. How does somebody know this? You know, there's there's a few things. First of all, I'm going to get your book on on that. I've been listening to your I've listened to you, your brain tap probably a thousand times. So you're a grain, but you know, tapping into that, the meditation is big. But one of the things, uh, human design, uh, that's been a huge part. Being able to, and I was I was kind of like, what is this human design? It's like taking your taking your uh, birthday. And do you know what I'm talking about on the human design, taking a birth date, the time of date you're born, uh, where you're born, and you're able to see what people's uh, like strengths are and how they connect. And, and it's like, this has actually been a big part of how we're hiring people because we're finding it's like, 
it's not one person can do all and hey we got this one employee let's have her do everything let's find out what her zone of genius is in the human design is a huge thing another thing i don't know anything about that i'm very interested in it yeah check it out google the human design i'll get you the website uh specifically because i i can't think there's a few of them out there but check out human design there's a few of them that all you have to do is you put in your uh your birthday your day of like where you're born um mine was geneseo illinois what you know what what city and the time and it's amazing on what is actually pulled like i was so skeptical on this but we had a team meeting just recently and it was like we went around the whole and we have we have about 14 of us in bali and the rest are spread out throughout the world and we're like this is how you work with the the pr manager this is how you work with ron this is how you work with brian this is his strength this is what his non-strength is and it wasn't a form like i i just i've done the colby a index which is another powerful one and then there's a strengths form but utilizing this information is so key so the colby a very powerful uh the human design and then i'm just about ready to take the strengths test to kind of combine them all together. And it's also not only uh, what the strengths are, but realizing on how how like human like behavior and, and who you're coming off as your energy. So it's powerful. You know, if you're skeptical about it, I'm like, how am I supposed to find this information out from my birth date where I was born in my time of just do it and you'll go, wow. This is pretty spot on. So I highly recommend the human design. I'll get you the the link yeah. for the one that we're using. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit because a lot of our doctors, uh, this is a podcast where we help them grow their business, get change their mindset, or give them alternative views on the world, which is yeah. you're kind of hitting all three of them. Uh, yeah. Most of our doctors, unfortunately, they they never learn branding. They never learn marketing. They never learn anything. They they believe like I did back in the back in the uh, early '80s or in the mid '80s, I should say, when I went into business. I got my degree, and I thought everybody's just going to beat a path to my door. <laughs> you know, I spent all this money at college. Damn it, people should show up and pay me <laughs> to help them. But that's uh, not yeah. what happens, right? So tell yeah. us, if, tell me like from a high level because I know you can't go into detail, but. Uh, if a doctor came to you or a clinic, because these are health clinics that are mostly geared around helping people with brain issues, maybe things like that, what would what would you say to them at first? I mean, a lot of them, they don't realize, I mean, I'm not a brand expert, so I'm not the guy to tell them that, we don't do that. Yeah. But uh, tell me a little bit about what your process is. Well, here's, here's the biggest thing right now is what happens when somebody Googles your name, right? So just do this exercise today, Google your name and see what pops up. Most clients, before they, they pick, and it maybe not so much as a doctor, but let's just talk about like, let's say a coach, like a high-end coach, seven-figure coach, or somebody they wanna work with, and they're gonna Google their name first. Like employers are, are Googling people's names, they're looking at their social medias, uh, accounts, seeing what kind of employee, you know, what kind of person they're outside of the regular life, and they're seeing what's what's on. So, like for instance, you probably googled my name. You found Forbes. You found Entrepreneur. You found these. What are people talking about? So it's not just you talking about, but what when like top tier publications are talking about you. That's what you want to have pulled up. And so, for instance, we have a gentleman 
uh, named Matthew, and I, I won't say his last name, but he had an incredible product, uh, stem cell product. And he came to us and he's like, I have the world's best like device, but I can't get my name out there. And we're like, okay, well, what we need to do is like, we need to start doing some publications on you. So Google can start realizing who you are and start indexing. So the, the one thing, there's, there's, there's two different things. Like we, we're marketers. We came from the marketing world first and foremost, most about 16 years ago. But what we realized with PR is that, wow, we can utilize also PR on the organic side because when you're doing paid ads, so let's just say a doctor's office, let's say a doctor's office and they, they can geo-target uh, you know, the people within a certain amount of radius, you know, Facebook has that information and you're like, hey, you know, when they're Googling things, you can retarget them with the, with the ad on brain stuff. And they're like, whoa, how did this happen? Come here. But when the money runs out on the credit card or when you stop the ad, what's left? Nothing. Well, when you're doing publications and having things where other people are talking about, that is what's ranking on Google. And it, Google, I mean, it's just like, that's what everybody does, Google it. So we start writing publications, not only in tier twos, but then also in, in uh, the top tier ones, you know, like Forbes, Inc, Success. And when that happens, then people, when they're Googling, they're like, okay, this person is of authority. Then you're also able to get pitched onto different TV shows. Like we had the gentleman after he got a feature uh, article, he was able to be on the doctor's TV show. And so he was like, oh my God, but he would have never been able to do it if he didn't start building his credibility, his I like to call it in, in layman's terms, it's like, it's your online real estate, right? So you can't physically see, it's not a brick and mortar, like here's your real estate, but it's building that your name up online and Google to where Google knows who you are and knows your keywords and knows what you do. And because when clients are like, who's the best doctor in Cincinnati, who's gonna pop up? You or the other doctor across the thing. So that's where we start looking at different angles, seeing what you are and then we're writing the story about you know the individuals like for instance if for you mr patrick porter i would if i was to interview if i had one of our head writers interview you we'd be interviewing similar to this but really finding your story and what you're doing and then finding that angle and the seo keywords and that's so important every everyone knows uh and if you don't know what seo seo is search engine search engine optimization and we're writing these angle, we're writing these articles to make it SEO keyword rich specifically for those people. So we're not just putting in publications and going, hey, that's great. I'm in Forbes Inc. or success, but it's actually having Google know what it, know who you are, what you're doing. And then we're, we're, we just keep on building that online real estate. So that's, that's the, and it's not a quick fix it's not like a facebook ad or youtube where you just do ad creative and it's out there and you get an immediate result this is a slow burn and once again it's extremely important but many times it's not urgent because your business is not going to go on fire if you don't do it so it's one of those things that you have to make it a priority so that's the that's the long answer to, yeah. to most of our doctors. What do you think about this? I think if we yeah. Googled our doctors, which we have 2,300 of them right now using right. BrainTap, I would say 80%, I'm embarrassed to right. say, don't even have websites. They don't, I mean, and you Google them and all you see is um, like whatever 
professional organization they're in, they don't even have a presence online. And yeah. so what do you think about that? <laughs> well, you know, if I was to say this uh, before COVID, people probably were like, it doesn't matter. Now it's a different ballgame. And you realize that branding is so key. It's it's not the old mom and pops way of doing things. I got a degree, you know, pay me, come to my business. You know, if you look at some of the, the best athletes that are on NFL teams, NBA teams, why are they using uh, social media? They're building their brand. They're not going to be able to play sports forever. Think of The Rock, right? <laughs> Does The Rock really need to be on Instagram every single day? Does The Rock really need to be doing YouTube and Facebook videos? No, but he's building his brand to where he is like, like think about even the the influencers. They're the, the top ones, they're A-listers. They're above high Hollywood, uh, you know, like movie stars because it's the world has changed. You have to build a brand. And when we were talking about this, my wife started her brand. She started the branding agency like over a decade ago. And it was kind of, it was pretty unpopular. Like, ah, you don't need to build a brand. Now everyone's like, you got to build a brand. It's just what it is. And it's building your brand of your name and your, uh, and your clinic. But it's mostly like, what have you done? Because everyone has a story and people, the only way that people are going to differentiate yourselves, the way that we say it in our branding agency is that, you know, we help people, you know, that, that are the, the world's best kept secrets come to life. And now you, it, it's just crucial because you'll put it off another year. You put it off another year and you're like, man, I should have listened to that bearded wizard guy way back when, uh, you know, because eventually you're going to do it. But are you going to make it a priority now? Or are you going to make it a priority later? That's it's just it's just what it is. How do you work with like a lot of our doctors? They don't have ambitions of being world famous or being an influencer, but they just want to help their communities. Is there a way to do this branding in a, in a like a smaller scale than because a lot of people think, oh, that's not me. I'm not Coca-Cola or, you know, Google yeah. or whatever. I, I just am Dr. X. You know, what, what would be the what were well, your you thoughts know, about that? Well, let me I, I always like to use it because I, I, I don't like to talk in theory. Because I, I think that's a bunch of BS. I, I, I have to, I am a very practical, I guess it's from the engineering thing. And if I only do what I, I, I only, I do what I say and I, and I do that. And like for our clients, like the, the Matthew uh, gentleman, um, you know, we suggested like, he goes, well, I'm not that way. I'm like, going, well, you, you don't have to, because if you don't want to be in front of a video, great. Then it's a written word. You got to find something. Sometimes it's not, you know, maybe it's a podcast, not a video, and you're too shy. But it's getting that voice and getting that that uh, you know the the information out there to where you're you're slowly building it. And for the first, you know, 50 videos, you made you're going to be horrible. That's just what it is. Before we can walk, we're going to fall down a million different times, right? So it's just starting it out and how, what you said about building the communities, best way is out there. It's like, we, we live in Bali, Indonesia. We've been traveling to 50 plus countries. Uh, we've, we've actually stayed here for the last six years, um, but we, we pretty much were traveling half of the year. But every place that we live, we always realize that the biggest way that we can give back is being with the community and making a difference there. 
And so being part of the community, I'll give you an example of what we've just done recently. We, we started a Heart uh, Strings Foundation and we collaborated with a musician that we know that uh, he's bringing back the indigenous sounds uh, where music has been lost. And we're like, you know, it's so important to have the new kids grow up to where it's not just, you know, this crazy music, but like, where has it, you know, the origins and we're having a fundraiser for the orphanage here in Bali to bring music. And now we have uh, um, musicians that now we're buying them new instruments. Now they're teaching, doing something like that within your community. And, and it's, it's documenting it. It's not documenting it to where you're like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm giving back. I'm being on video. Look at me. I'm donating, but it's really a true feeling of your values, but sharing that and people all like, for instance, why I used to go to doctors and, and different dentists is because I liked them. I like really like I would go through them like I knew, liked and trust. And when you can actually have, you know, something to where they can like, wow, look at that, that interesting project they're doing, or let's say building homes or doing some type of community work and you're, and they're seeing it, they're like, you know what? He's in my values because people are always going to go towards what their values are. And, you know, for instance, with like, for what I'm, what I've seen in BrainTap, I'm like, this is spot on with who I am and I'm going to do that. And, it, and, and why did I start listening? Because I was connected with this other guy, Joshua, right? And Joshua was telling me about you and referrals, right? Doctors, what's the best thing? Referrals. And if you're getting out there and you're making, making the word, then people are going to be attracted to you. You may not have the best clinic. You may not, but it doesn't matter. People want to be with people they know, like, and trust. That's great. So when you're, when you're working with people, how do you make the transition from just putting information out there, getting, building yeah. your brand to a lot of these doctors are not salespeople. They don't no. know. They, they figure out after graduating, Hey, I've got a, close some business or I'm going to be, I'm going to be on the streets. You know, they, they become, they get forced to do it. And they, then they start giving away their really valuable services. Like they're, they, it's almost like they're uh, negotiating against themselves before the person even says they can't afford it. They're already, you know, dropping the price down. Like they're going to go out of business. The old saying is the price is so low, you know, they're, they're out of business now. So, and a lot of our doctors do that because of whatever self-esteem or self-confidence, but I think it's a lack of lack of building their brand, but let's hear what you, what you think. Yeah, you know, we have a systematic approach on this. We have a, a thing called the 21 day plan and it's easy on how you can produce your content. It's not waking up every single day and going, well, what am I gonna talk about today? Think about what are the biggest objections or the biggest uh, questions that your potential clients may have. And what I what do we do is we do a exercise and we start writing each one of those down. And it's a topic, you're a genius. Like if you're a doctor and this is your specialty, let's say on brain science or whatever, whatever it may be, orthopedic surgeon or whatever, you're gonna know exactly what the biggest questions, objections, and you make one a topic every single day. And let's just say, um, for instance, you know, it's like, hey, I'm Dr. Patrick Porter. I'm going to talk to you about, you know, on, uh, you know, meditation and what it can do for you. And this is the biggest objective. And you start talking in, into like their content 
you 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 put it you present it and like just you're actually going through people's objections on this but you're solving their problems you're giving it to them and like for instance some certain times uh, when clients come so it's like you just keep on doing these different exercises uh, you're doing different topics every single day and you know what you're going to talk about so it makes it nice and easy and if you have something what what we do on that this is more from a marketing side is that then we lead them into like a, a webinar or like hey if you want to if you like the information come to this webinar i'm going to be sharing you know my five secrets of brain tap technology and how i can help you and then you can make an offer or it could be like hey you know what i'm going to do is like if you really like this i'm going to have you have a free consultation and set it up with my team member it's it's always leading to a thing for its content giving back giving back and then you ask so when you give enough greatness when you go to ask there's there's no objection it's like all right he's given me all this now you know what great i want to go whatever that offer may be you know a, you know uh, a free uh free uh consultation call a discount and it doesn't have to be a discount, but it's like you're building up that so we don't have to work on price anymore. And I can give you that 21 day plan that you can sure. give out. Yeah, well, let's, is, share, let's share it with the let's share it with the group. They also yeah. because we're we're you're going to wrap up here shortly, but I want to really let them know how do they find out? I I went online, just searched you and your wife, and found a lot of things from YouTube right. to LinkedIn to other things. Where can they start learning more about you and what you do? Because I think you're going to inspire some people to want to reach out. Yeah, the, the best way is if you want to learn on the branding uh, PR side, you can go to unstoppablebrandingagency.com. Uh, Unstoppable Family is is our blog. We haven't updated it for a while, but if you Google YouTube, you can see videos of what we do. But for really the nuts and bolts of business, if like you're like, hey, this is what I want to learn about the branding and the PR, unstoppablebrandingagency.com is the best way. Uh, if you got a beard, I can help you out with Unstoppable Beard. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm pr probably that's not going to help all your clients out unless they want to have a shiny looking beard. Yeah, the uh, yeah, so they can go look you up. Now I wanted to kind of wrap around because we reconnected because of your use of BrainTap, obviously. So when yeah. when Josh told you about it, what did you think at first? Or you were already into meditation and doing these things? Yeah. So and I'm going to like you said when I say Dr. Patrick Porter, because he says this on every single one. <laughs> so I like I have a hard time just calling you Patrick. But Patrick, I started and I shared this with you before I started doing this was it was like a no brainer for me. I, you didn't have to convince me. I knew about meditation. I was introduced to uh, Holosync, which was way back. This was the very first binaural beats. Um, and this is before you could download on the internet. I had to pay 300 bucks, get it CDs. I got, I think I got two CDs in the mail and it changed my life. And I realized that, uh, that through the, when, when, uh, Joshua was telling me about it, I was like, I'm already doing this. I want a new technique. I want something because I was listening to binarial beats, but I didn't have the message on top of it in brain tap, man, you have a you have a library that I can't even get through the whole thing. I, I do uh, many of them, you know, over and over. I get the hearts to my favorites, but you know, the the best thing that I can say is you have to test it. You always have to test it. And 
I always look, I'm a very practical person. If I see somebody who I want to model after, I want to do the exact same things that they are. And if this person is doing it, I'm doing it. And when Joshua, I hold him at a high level uh, of as a human being and, and he's saying it, it's a referral. I'm like, I'm in. You didn't have to tell me anymore. It's It was a, it was a no-brainer for me. That's great. So we're, we need to get some people living that, um, what you're calling freedompreneur lifestyle and they can do it right from their office. They don't have to, they don't have to leave for Bali. They can just decide to start doing that. Now they can look you up on online. We're going to give their, your links in the body of this. So if you're listening to this podcast and it's not the video version and you can go back to your computer and you can bring up this podcast and the links to find out more about the unstoppable family, the unstoppable beards, the unstoppable, everything else you've got going there. But the main thing, of course, for, yeah, for our, um, uh, and by the way, when, when I do my talk on genius, the, the U is unending drive for success because that's what a genius it takes. You know, you can't you can't take failure as an option. You just take it as feedback. And uh, so you've got all the components that we're talking about as well. But I mean, it's great to meet somebody who is able to do it. I, I know a couple of families that they have their daughters just like you did. And they're the two daughters are now these super influencers. And I knew they did some they did some recordings for us. They're in our children's series when they were just little, little. Now they're 18 and 19 years old they're millionaires and i remember yeah. when they first did their first promotion online with their mother they bought her an rv like a bluebird nice. bus they did a they did this promotion of course their, their parents were entrepreneurs so they taught them a little bit they were just little kids they let them run the whole thing so i mean to me that's when i, I told her name is the, they're the mulax if people want to look them up but i i told stephanie i said wow these kids they go this is their education what are they going to do when they, and they've traveled just like you they, they live in an rv they never yeah. live in the same place for more than a month at a time they've seen everywhere in the united states and now they live mostly in la and the bigger cities because of the influencer effect that they have but it's incredible what you can do if you put your mind to it do you, do you mind if do you, do you have a few more minutes because I, I think sure, this yes. is important what you just what you just brought on you know, it's like when we started our travels at one year old, when my daughter was one year old, like everybody, we had the most criticism in the world, but we were like, it's always, you know, you're always going to adjust. My daughter, she, she, uh, at seven years old, <clears throat> we always were like, what do you want to be now versus what you want to be when you grow up? <clears throat> and we have a video when we were uh, living in Costa Rica and my wife was videoing my daughter at seven years old and uh, on the beach it was just a daily thing we used to do these things called my daughter's name is Hanalei wisdom of the day with Hanalei and she'd share a little bit and my wife asked her <clears throat> and you can google this or youtube this uh like i i forgot what the title is but want to be a fashion designer seven-year-olders uh i i can give you that but she said she goes she goes what do you want to be when you grow up and my daughter was like i don't know or she goes she goes i want to be a fashion designer and my wife says you know you can be that right now and my daughter's eyes if you can see this on videos they just tweaked like really and my mom my wife says you know you could be a fashion designer you know right now you could open up your own fashion and little did we know that she had been sketching for the last three years and we had nothing to do with fashion and then a fashion designer when we uh met somebody and uh out of the blue she asked my daughter what she you know what do you like and she said i'm a you know i'm a fashion designer she goes let me see your sketchbook and she checked out her sketchbook and she's like oh my god where did this where did you learn from is your parents fashion designers 
and there's and, and we we had, we knew nothing about it but what we did do was like if you want to explore this Hanalei we can help you do this so it's not doing it for them it's doing it with them and if there's another this is probably if you take one thing away from this one thing away for all the all the all the listeners out there and if you have a family if you do a project together not just doing a like a uh, a learning lesson at school but i'm talking a project that is practical possibly building the brand really something that they're passionate about and help create something to where they can sell their first art piece online or further sell their first slime it is the most bonding experience you'll ever have with your child and it's going to set them up for success in the future and it's it's if the kids aren't building a brand and this may like this there's going to be probably people going i don't want my kid out there oh my god you have the kids they're going to be on social media you have to do it right but they have to be starting to build their brand and and they may not be a brand but it's just sharing for them to be able to share their voice and to be able to be you know out there to where sharing like and we used to do the at four years old wisdom of the day it got her comfortable speaking on on video and and, and also making them realize that they have a voice and their voice matters and when you do a project with them with your kids on that my daughter she had a six-figure eco-friendly uh, sustainable fashion brand at age 11. she was getting flown across the world speak on stages she started taking speaking gigs away from me. I was really like, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, what, what? But that is like, do a project, start doing, helping your child and you'll have the most incredible bonding experience ever. No, that's so that's great my advice. I mean, one thing is that I think that uh, that gives them a nice alternative to the public school system, which is basically getting people to be test takers. You know, it's right. totally different. I, I went to a, a, a private school, a Catholic school, and we really became good test takers. You know, we had to learn how to think after school, not, not during school. We were taught to memorize. And if we could memorize well and regurgitate the information, we got good grades. But I think thinkers are the ones that are going to rule the world here. So absolutely. The, you know, uh, my daughter, she school just wasn't working uh, and she has a mentor now. She's learned enough from my wife and I. She's seen us speak operate business from our home just like over like what we're doing right now over zoom she understands that it's not about memorization and like she does an online uh courses on like can academy but when she's like hey dad can i get some help i look at it and i go this is memorization you're not doing any of this stop it i go i haven't used this for 30 some years <laughs> so it's got to be practical it's like now like her schoolwork is learning about profit margins, learning how to communicate with her employees. She has six employees that she that she has in her in her in her fashion brand. Now she's doing artwork. That's it's the real life work. Kids are kids, and it's not forcing them to do uh, to like, hey, you got to have a business and you got to be building a brand. You got to let them explore what their passions are, and and don't put the big emphasis on getting the good grades on memorization because that will get you nowhere but maybe a degree and you know a job but like it's and and hey i'm coming from a robotics engineer my wife's master's degree but it's all about practicality and the stuff that we're learning i want to put this in perspective 
what the technology is moving at such a rapid pace that it's not possible to teach it at a university and have it be like uh, like worth anything because it's moving so quickly you have to keep on adapting and going and it's like you can't even make it into a curriculum anymore right well i think universities are hurting because they're no longer teaching people about the future they're they're just indoctrinating them into a belief system and that's not what we want anymore i mean the world's changing like you said and i think we're we're on board and i i applaud what you've done i mean you've you've set it up i think we're going to be uh more and more people are going to start doing i mean this what happened in 2020 is just kind of forced everybody we used to travel 40 to 50 times a year speaking last year i think i went three times um out the rest was yeah. all done through Zoom. I mean, we had 43,000 people on our Zoom summit. And yeah. uh, I mean, we could never have that in a hotel. I mean, there's just no way oh. that could happen. So there's uh, there's a lot of power here. Technology's here. And it's good to hear that your daughter's doing that. I mean, I mean, we're trying to figure out what we can do with our grandkids because they're uh, they've been recording. So if you go to the children's series, you'll hear some of my grandkids. We're we're getting them recording because they love the mic. They love to see grandpa recording. So they, they, they love to hear. Have to you have to allow them to share their voice because then you realize and you give them that opportunity to like, they are a human being and their voice matters. So now they can make decisions on now to when they have to make decisions when it's getting tough versus you making it for them. And you know, for like the brands and stuff, doing exercises just you know, for the doctors, you know, having to be on with your kids and sharing your voice on there, no doctors are actually doing it. So like, like when I give you the 21 day plan, share that. And if you start doing that and there will be crickets. So, so doctors, just let me like, there's not gonna be, you get on a video, let's say a Facebook live or Instagram live, there will probably be no one there. You will probably sound horrible. You will probably, but in order for you to be a doctor, you had to go through all these school and learning and trials, like everything. So you got to start somewhere. And if you can start doing it, having it, not just be by yourself, but doing it with your kids, it's a bonding experience and it's a win-win all the way around. Our doctors have heard me say it before. It was something Richard Bandler taught me early on when I was learning NLP. He said anything worth doing well is worth doing terrible at first. So yeah. you know you, you've got to you've got to be willing to you got to be willing to be terrible. I mean, we have uh, usually some my Facebook Live sometimes will get six thousand people, but not while I'm live. They'll go yeah. after the fact. Maybe there'll be thirty, maybe forty, maybe a hundred, sometimes yeah. more. But you know, just get out there and do it. That's great advice. So. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna wrap it up today. I know we could go further. Maybe we'll look at having you on again once we we get some some people going. I'd love to delve, delve deeper into the 21 day. We're gonna make that available to anybody who listen to this. We're gonna make sure that they know how to get to Unstoppable Branding Agency. Let's start becoming unstoppable. I think that's an awesome way to think about your life and what's going on. This is just a minor setback. If you're out there struggling because of what happened, you know the worst thing you can do is just lay there. Let's roll over, get going make today the best day ever and and let's start uh improving people's lives my my whole thing is when you focus outside yourself how can you help other people then you don't have time to be depressed or anxious or angry you just go about your business doing what you're doing so um i want to thank you brian for getting up early it looks like the sun has risen behind you so uh, you've, you've lightened up the uh the internet with your wisdom i appreciate it and we look forward to having you on again and learning more myself about what you're doing so thank you very much